This program is a production of Devil's Mark Ministries, LLC. If you would like more information on Devil's Mark Ministries, please go to devilsmarkministries.org. This program is part of the Devil's Mark Podcast Network, the official podcast network of Shadow Path Diabolism. Nero and the Pig with R.J. Womack and the Pig. Hi everybody, this is Nero. And this is the Pig. And this is Nero and the Pig. Hey Pig, how you doing? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. How are you, Nero? I'm okay. It's been a long time since we've done this. I'm sure people thought we would just disappear and not do this anymore. It's been so long, but we've kind of all had kind of stuff going on with the COVID-19 stuff. We're yeah. all a bit distracted and just a little. <laughs> a little all, all over the place, but we're, we're here. We're here all the same. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you want to tell people what we're going to be reviewing today? We're going to be doing a review on... What is it? Um, uh, we're going to do a review of a film which came out in 2016 called A Dark Song, which has an occult theme to it. Uh, yeah, and it's a, it's, a really, it's a really cool film, but if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know anything about it, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. the next few minutes are going to ruin your day. Yeah, and I really, really honestly, it's, I'd say it's really worth watching if you're interested in this kind of thing. So if you haven't seen it, go and see it, then come back. Unless you just love us, in which case we can handle that too. But like, you know, yeah. Yeah, we do recommend you watch it first because it might not be it might not be as entertaining to watch after we talk about it. No, but it's because, definitely worth watching. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it is. I have to say, this is a film which I really, I really, really liked, and uh, I, I, w- I went and bought the DVD. Actually, I liked it so much. You know, I mean, and it, it's sort of. I, it, it really meant something to me, actually. I thought it was a very unique film. Very unique film. Yeah. Um, shall I give a little rundown about what it was? Yeah, go, go, ahead and give, go ahead and give a little synopsis of what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Now, basically, th- this is a film which came out in, it came out in 2016. It's directed by uh, Liam Gavin, who also did The Haunting of Bly Manor in 2020. Um, and uh, there are two main characters in it. Uh, there's one character called Joseph Solomon, who is a magician. And he's played by Steve Oram, who is a British actor and comedian. And uh, the other main character is called Sophia. And she's played by Catherine Walker, who is an Irish actress. And they're both really excellent, actually. Um, and it, the story essentially is that there's a woman. She, wants to, she employs a magician to do a ritual with her, which will be attaining the knowledge and conversation of a holy guardian angel, basically the Abramalian ritual. And it's the story of, of, of what they go through, essentially. And it's, so as the story unfolds, you find out more about them, more about both of them, and their relationship develops throughout. Out. But there's a lot of stuff really in there which actually says quite a lot, I think, about, about magic and about, like, you know, teacher-student relationships and things as well. Um, and I, I think it's a really, really interesting film. I mean, how, how did you find it? Yeah, I found it really interesting. I thought it was very unique in the sense that it that it 
it's not a film you see very much like anymore. It's like, I mean, it was a true occult film. Yeah. It was a film that, that if you weren't an occultist, you probably wouldn't get it. I, yeah. I really kind of felt like that. I kind of felt like it would be a weird film and you would really wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't understand what it was all about. No, I, I mean, you get the general gist of it, but you wouldn't fully grasp it the way we would. No, I don't think. Uh, and so uh, it was really, truly an occultist film, you know. I, I, think. I, I, I agree, and, and there were so many bits of it that really rang true somehow. You know, there were really rang true. I mean, there was parts of it. I thought, whoever did the screenplay for this, either they're occultists or they know occultists. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. That's exactly what I thought, and, and I was it, like. There's no way this person either hasn't studied the occult or, or researched it really well or isn't involved in it. I, I, even some of the sort of like the, the things that Solomon comes out with. Solomon is a, Solomon is a really fascinating character because he's so irascible and he's such a flawed character, but so interesting. At the same time, a very sincere character. And at one point he's saying, you look, you look, you got to understand this is real magic. We're dealing with real angels, real demons, blah, blah, blah. You know, and he says, you'll, you'll go on the internet, you'll find people who say, oh, it's all, it's all like, it's all in the mind. It's all archetypes. It's all this and that. And he just says, psychobabble bollocks. And I just thought, I've heard, I, I've heard that, that conversation so many times, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. So finally, somebody actually, actually took our point of view on it. The people yeah. that are kind of religious yeah. and i was like wow that's kind of fascinating no it was it was and that but he was I, I i liked his character very much actually he was a very interesting character and i liked the fact that he was so flawed as well you know as a character you know yeah i mean i think that rings true of occultists too because we all know that occultists in general are very um you know we're unique individuals shall we say we're very <laughs> yeah yeah to say that we're a little bit on the freakish side would be an understatement yeah we yeah. are eccentric individuals, and he definitely expressed that kind of energy in yeah. that character. And I thought he did a fantastic job. And in fact, I wanted to ask you a question about him. Yeah. What else has he been in? Because, I mean, I'm sure you're more familiar with him than I am, obviously. Because uh, he certainly looks very familiar to me. I, I, I looked him up, and I saw some things on YouTube. You know, he's been in a number of films, and some of them are obviously a comedy, because he's a comedian, too. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. He's actually a stand-up comedian. And, and I mean, the thing is, so he's been... That was an incredible thing, because it was a dramatic role, and it was really powerful. He was very good, wasn't he? He was. He, I mean, his acting ability is really good. It was, yeah, uh, and, and it, to know that he's primarily a comedian just fascinates me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, he, and I just know he looks familiar and he just did a really good job and I think I think he he portrayed the occultist pretty good. I think he really did because it's like most of us are that kind of kind of touchy, you know, we're kind of um kind of we can what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> we can kind of be a little bit irritable and a little bit yeah. short-tempered and that's true of all occultists that I know. Yeah, and a, a bit messed up, basically, you know. Yeah, well, that's true too. In a nice way, but we're kind of like it. it and but also, there was a lot in it that was seemed seemed very true to occultism in a sense. It's that sense that this isn't just like a preset thing, like you go through it as if you were doing a university course and you get the result. Things go things go off in different directions, and things manifest in different ways, and. 
you you have to deal with yourself you have to deal with whatever's manifesting you know um and it's it's not straightforward because the thing is <clears throat> if you're doing magic magic change changes you as it changes the world so you and you, and it brings up things in people and you really saw that yeah the one thing that i was really fascinated by is he was like you have to tell the truth you have yep. to be honest about your intentions <clears throat> They don't have to be. They don't have to be good intentions. They just have to be honest. Yes, I, I, absolutely. That sense that I don't need you to be moral. I don't need to be, you to be virtuous. I just need you to be truthful. That real and that really rang true. You know. Yeah, we've talked about that with the hoodoo spirits in our personal conversations and with with the demons. That that's the that's how we've found them to be. Yeah. They're not really worried about morality. They're worried about will you tell me the truth? Will you be real? Yes. Will you come to me with honesty yes. and tell yes. me what your true motivations are? Yeah. And yeah. if you're not, you get <clears throat> fucked up. You tend yeah. to get fucked up eventually. Yeah. And, and that's what, and in fact, that's, that really is the recurring theme throughout the entire thing. It's, 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 it's basically because there's a series of lies that, that um, Sophia tells him, yeah, which he, he, he senses them and he pushes her. And until she t he tells her, until she tells him the truth, yeah, there are a series of lies that she tells, which is partly her trying to fool him at times, but it's also her her trying to sometimes deny things to herself as well, you know. Right, and I and you want to talk a little bit about about that? I mean, like the lies she's telling. She's trying to act as if it's just this. First, she tells him that it's a love, like it's a love. Thing, yeah. like she's in a relationship with somebody yeah. like so the the you want to talk a little bit about the lies he's telling yeah she's telling him yeah the first lie she tells basically is when she's negotiating with him to start so this is before they've actually agreed to do the to do the actual operation uh, but the first lie is that uh, it's for love and she's she really loves somebody and she wants to have get their love and he's and he just basically walks out you know walks out into the garden has a cigarette she said well can we do it he says nope nope Nope, <laughs> not doing it, not at all. And so she takes him back to the station and then finally she, she says, my son died. I need to, I want to talk to my son again. And then he's like, okay, that could be worth getting up in the morning for sort of thing. And so he comes back and does that. Uh, so they, they go on on that on that basis. And the funny thing is the lying thing comes through again, like when he's talking to her in the garden uh, before they start the ritual. And she says, and he's 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 doing something with a knife, like whittling a twig or something, yeah. And and she says something about learning German, and he cuts his finger, and he says, "Did you just lie?" And she says, "No, no, I I, I knew it." And, and but I, I, I guess the thing is that she didn't learn know, know German properly, and he just says, "Well, you know, it's okay. You can tell me. You just have to be honest with me." So that's the first thing you see. There's this thing about damage and lies yeah and he even says to her you've got to understand everything has consequences in this you have to be honest everything has consequences so that's right. almost like an indicator I think, I think that's an important thing it's like everything you do in magic has consequences everything you do in spirituality has consequences i mean it it's not so much like the wiccan thing where it's like everything you do comes back to you tenfold or sevenfold it's not so much that no. it's that 
everything that you do impacts your life. We talk about that in 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 our tradition. You know, the the diabolism, um, shadow path diabolism, the orlog sort of thing. Yes, everything weighs up and affects everything else. There's uh, cause and effect type thing in everything that you do. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was that was that was one thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the next lie, though, um, is when she actually says and she actually admits that it's not actually it's not it's not actually to talk to her son. She actually wants revenge for his death. Yeah. And that's the next lie she tells. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, that, and that again is really and again, he's had to push it. He's he sensed that something is not right. And he, you can see it's like he works instinctively and he pushes her and pushes her and they have a real fight. And he, you, or you kind of think he's being over the top. But then it turns out that actually she she she's told him the wrong thing. She wants revenge. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, my God, you're doing this for me, aren't you? you, you this isn't how you you can't do this. You've got to actually be completely honest. You can't do this. And you can see he's, it's like he's he's like really like almost scared, if you know what I mean, because he's yeah, saying I mean, you yeah, cannot, you just cannot do this. You can't play about with this. And she says, well, look, we can just at some point she says, look, we can just we can just leave. We can just finish it. And he says, no, no, we've started it now. We can't leave this until it's done. Until the invocation is done, we cannot leave. Otherwise, we'll be stuck here forever. And you can see in his eyes, he's absolutely deadly serious. Yeah? yeah. We have to follow the, this thing to the letter. Otherwise, we are in a real mess. You don't understand. And you can see that sincerity. He's, he's, he's scared. And he's like... Yeah, the interesting thing is that has some correlations to real occultism because some people have made the argument that one of the reasons why Crowley had some bad luck in his life was because he didn't finish the Abramelin ritual yeah. properly. He yeah. stopped it in the middle. Remember that? Yes. And yes. people have suggested that maybe that might be part of why he had some misfortune because yeah. he didn't finish it properly. I know I've heard that argument before. So that's kind of the kind of the idea here is that once you start the ritual, the idea of the real ritual, the Abramelin, is that you stay in that state until the ritual's done. And it might be six, eight months, you yeah. know, whatever, yeah, whatever it is, but it might be months yeah. and you're supposed to prepare for it. And you're, and people that do actually try to do it, they take off from work and they, they save up their vacation and they take six months off or yeah. whatever. And yeah. they prepare and they have assistance and they, it's a serious ritual for people that take it seriously. And so that was the idea that they were trying to get across in the film. And she doesn't take it seriously at all. No, no. You can see it's funny because it's the meeting of two worlds. And you can tell that she's receptive to it. But she's still partly stuck in this other thing. Because also she's cutting herself off from, from her own feelings as well. She's cutting herself off from something in herself. And doing this ritual is, is breaking through all of that. Yeah. Like... But the thing is, every time she tells a lie, he goes through a thing where he's he has to rectify it, you know. So after one set of lies, she has to drink his blood, you know, or what have you, you know. And she does it. Well, yeah, because yeah, she says, "I don't forgive." Yeah, that's I right. Don't forgive, which is which, of course, it, it, it ends up being very significant. But she says, "I just don't do forgiveness. I don't do forgiveness." And obviously, that's part of the actual preparation for the ritual part of this sort of 
purification or what have you, yeah. Yeah, because um, it's got very Christian ideas like the Abramelin ritual itself does. Which, of course, it would do because it is, it's, 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 it's ritual magic of that sort. So, yes, there would be that sort of thing to it. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but what I really loved about this was that it didn't, it, it, it allowed the Solomon character to be um, eccentric and sort of and domineering and all these things but all those things ring true because like if you look at any sort of like you know master student relationship traditionally you know it doesn't matter if you're looking at, at sort of like certain magical things or if you're looking at zen buddhism or what have you the master is very severe yeah the student yeah. has to just get with it and their ego and their dignity and all those things that's got that that doesn't count for anything you know so all the things that she brings in with her and there's a one at one point she's kind of says you know what you should just remember who's paying you for this and he's like what what did you say because of course and then then she kind of backs down she says oh, okay okay you know but he's he's because she she has those things come up which are like sort of like excuse me do you know who i am almost you know and it's like yeah. and, and his answer is you're nobody you know <laughs> basically yeah. no, i mean that but that's I mean, but the funny thing about that is again that's another one of those things that rings true in occultism one of the problems that we have in occultism today is that everybody thinks they're a fucking master oh, yeah, everybody thinks they're a guru everybody thinks they're fucking the the bee's knees as they say in england you know yeah they they think they they think they know shit they don't know they act like they're you know, they have all this knowledge, and yet some of them haven't even been practicing for a year, and they'll act like, oh, I'm the high priest of this, and I'm the grandmaster of this. And I'm like, dude, that's part of the problem. Nobody's just whooped your ass and made you actually serve anybody or, or do any kind of self-discipline or treated you to any kind of hierarchical, hierarchical system where you had to actually show respect to a mentor. You've yep. never been a part of any real occult tradition ever, and you no. could tell. Yeah, because they have no respect for anything, and that's part of the problem. And I think, I think that film, in a weird way, addresses that ego thing, that whole arrogance thing. Very much, very, very much. I thought it did it very beautifully as well. But and it, 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 I thought it did it very, very well. You know, it did it very well, and it showed you that there's times when the teacher is going to seem like they're crazy, and you just accept yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> that's that's the truth of the matter. Of and you know, and people say, but well. Isn't there a isn't there a potential for abuse there? It's like yeah, of course there is. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. It's well, like yeah, of course you, there is. Like and the like the the uh, the, uh, the Shaolin monks they beat you when you don't do your exercises correctly yeah. with wooden canes. Yeah, they yeah. beat the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's like they don't understand what the stakes are. The stakes are spiritual, and that completely overrides all these other considerations. If that's what you want, yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's the other clear thing. If you, if you go into an initiatory school, right, and you really believe in that initiatory school, and this person is legit, I mean, you don't know, I mean, because they have students, they have people, they, you know, they have a history, they have a tradition. Yeah. When uh, you follow that tradition the way they ask you to. If you don't want to be a part of that tradition or do those ceremonies, then don't do them. Yeah, yeah. But you can't it's go along there. Nobody's and, forcing you to be there. 
you can't go along there and then import the outside world into the tradition if you see what i mean you know yeah i know see that's what i've that's what i've always said to to people that i talk to in my podcast i've always said you go into a tradition you accept the tradition you accept the coven's traditions or the religious tradition or you don't be a part of it. You don't go in there and try to change everything. If you don't agree with something, you shouldn't be there in the first place. No. That's it. No. No. No, no absolutely. If if you see something wrong, then you leave. But that's I think that's the important thing. And he keeps asking her, Are you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do this? You sure? He asked her like three times yeah. throughout the movie. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. And even in the, even when he was pouring the um, the salt around her, or whatever he was pouring, was it salt? Was it? Uh, well, around the house. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It might have been salt, or it might have just been something else. I mean, salt would have really messed up the ground. But like, uh, you know, he, he obviously. I don't know what it was. To be truthful. Yeah, but anyway, but he, but even before he sealed the circle, he was like, "Are you sure?" Yes. Because once I sealed this, that's it. And that was a good point as well, because at that point, because she, she sort of says, yes, do it. And you can say he turns around, you can see him smile. It's like, OK, we're on, you know, yeah. uh, it's. Uh, and that becomes that becomes significant in the film as well, in which a uh, point that I want to bring up that I didn't like about the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Do you have anything you want to add to that part? Um. I'm not sure about anything more to, to, to that bit. I mean, only, only that, you know, you really you really see that it, it really does illustrate something about the guy and, and his sincerity and that he is he is actually the real thing, if you see what I mean, you know, and that that comes through very much throughout the entire thing. But I love the way he's the real thing. And also he's flawed, if you see what I mean. Yeah. 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 That was important. That was important to see that, you know, um, but uh, I, I, it was really lovely. I, I, I loved all, all, all those things and those. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some of the things that we didn't like about the characters and, and some of the issues. Like one of the things that I really didn't like about her mm. was that she um, didn't. First of all, she didn't seem to take it that seriously. She actually broke the ritual in the end because she actually passed the barrier. Mm, and that's mm. when all kinds of bad things happened, and she still got what she wanted. And that's one of the issues I have with the film. She broke all of the rules of the ritual, and she still got her holy, her conversation with her holy guardian angel, yeah. which to me is just kind of, I don't know how I feel about that because it was, it just seemed like she didn't give a shit about the ritual. She didn't really care about keeping the rules, and she broke everything and still got what she wanted. I'm, I'm not sure really uh, I mean the thing is I just kind of like accepted it as within within the film you know but also it's like you know she 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 breaks the circle but she can't escape yeah that's the other yeah. thing so she has to come back anyway and so she breaks it but she has to continue even though she knows that she's really messed up now she's really fucked basically at that point you know um, yeah because of because of things that have happened yeah um again to do with uh, and the, again the thing of lying and injury and still comes through the, the things as well you know i um, mean he had he had he one of the scenes in there he had to repurify her by actually drowning her yes and resuscitating her because she'd fucked up so much yes 
yes. in order to reset the ritual, he had to actually resuscitate her and bring her back to life. Yes, yes. And that was done very well, because that would have been, that's, that's a difficult thing to actually show and make it seem realistic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They did that scene really well. I was, I was actually surprised, and I was sitting there going, God, it would be horrible if you, I mean, if you think about that. I mean, if that if you were to really do that as a as a part of your ritual, I mean, it's not realistic. Most people would not be that crazy to even try something like that. No, no. But if you were, I mean, think about the terror that you'd you'd be in as the magician supervising oh. that. Because you, if you can't resuscitate her, you're fucked. Yeah, but you see how the the way they they showed him doing that as well. You could see he did it, and he'd been saying his prayers and things. And then he was saying something and he was pacing up and down and he was waiting for the the time that he needed to give her before he resuscitated her if you see what i mean right. so it's, like, yeah, and it, it's an intense scene it really is and again very very well done very very well done um yeah and we probably do need to say i mean it is it is it is a kind of a slow burn movie but it's intense all the way through it's kind of it's kind of strange because it's slow burn but it's not boring no, not at all. And you and you'll notice there are all sorts of subtle things. You start to see things happening, like throughout the film, which are, are inexplicable. But they're very subtle things in the background and stuff like that, which is very very nice the way it does it. You know, um, I, I yeah. think the the other thing too is the 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 scene where he had her like strip down and do all that sexual stuff. Yeah, it shows that that I mean, it shows that he was kind of an asshole. Yeah, kind of yeah. shows that he that he was kind of flawed and he's a jerk. Yes, yeah, abs absolutely. Uh, he, he's he, he's he's a jerk and he's the real thing at the same time. You know, that yeah. was that was what yeah. was really special about it. You know, I mean, that was what was very good about it because it's not it's not like that idea about oh here is the saint. No, no, this is somebody who can do this operation, and they're real. They're real. And, the and it's like you said, they're both made for each other because they're both fucking self-absorbed. They're, they're nuts. And they're both at the end of their tether in different ways, if you see what I mean, you know? Yeah. I mean, which is like, and, and, and he even says to her at some point, there's a point, he says to her, he laughs, he looks at her, he says, you know, you're, you're so much like me. He says, I, and she says, I'm not like you, not like you at all. He says, you are. He says, you are. Just look at you. You, you, you're just like me, maybe worse. And she just, she says, I'm nothing like you. I'm nothing like you, you know? And it's like, but they are. He's, he, yeah. he, she sees it, he sees it accurately. They are, they are similar and they are, they are, they do have a lot of, a lot of things. There's parallels between them and that's why they were brought together in this, in this ritual. That's why they came together, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and, and she, she's kind of cold. I mean, she really is kind of a cold character because in the end, well, should we talk about what happens in the end? Do you want to go into that, and then then we'll talk about it? Uh, should we do that? Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the thing is that there is a point after after the resuscitation scene. Uh, she actually, she actually sort of like they have a, a like a a kind of like a bit of a face off in the kitchen because obviously she's just she's just been resuscitated, having been drowned by him. And she's obviously stunned. And there's a lot. And he said to her, I had to do this. I had to do this to rectify it, to rectify the, the, the dishonesty, because we can't we have to we have to have it rectified to be able to go forward. So for him, it was just an, it was just a necessity. Um, and they, they have a kind of a, a fight, what have you. And there's a there's an accident with a knife, basically, which which injures him seriously. Yeah. And yeah. so, and at that point, he's basically on the floor, and she's with him, 
and you can see and what he says then is interesting because he says this is this is the ritual starting to work I, I, this this is my payment this is yeah. my payment for having hurt you but you can see he's not he's like he's entirely philosophical about it you know um yeah and he is seriously injured and it's like they make but he's and it's 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 quite shocking really you know but he's like and she is like oh she's like oh my god oh my god what can we do and he says, says well just get some bandages you know and he's very much like that he's kind of like this is this is this things will work now this is this is working yeah know? and she's like we gotta take you to the hospital we've got to leave he said we can't leave and he keeps telling her over and over again throughout the movie we yeah. can't stop we can't leave don't you get it you stupid you know that's basically yeah, what yeah 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 and he is he's, he's like but you can see there's something actually which is actually very compassionate in him at the same time he's severe and he's messed up but there's also he's kind of understanding at the same time it's just he's yeah it, no, it, is, it is a very strange he's like a, a dichotomy in the character it yeah, really is. yeah yeah but it's like it's like he's got to get her to understand and he knows that she doesn't understand yet so he's he's uh, he's <laughs> constantly almost like trying to do this but that they things things do accelerate after that yeah and um and he gets an infection from the wound and it's basically slowly killing him so from the time he gets stabbed he's basically dying yes 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 yeah and he gets worse and worse yeah that's right and the thing is that during that time when when he's just after he's injured and they're sitting there they actually start to open up to each other and she tells him the full story about what happened with her child for the first time and how she was late to pick him up and he was taken by some other kids and then he was killed yeah and yeah and then and he actually and, and she says well what do you want from this because you get something as well and he just says i want invisibility i want invisibility he said and he just like says basically says i i just want to disappear i just want to live my life away from the world you know and and he also says i've waited for you as well it's like like he, he's been waiting for her to come he knew that somebody would come like this yeah and he just says and i remember he says this he says this 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 um line he says i want some quiet before the howl you know and it's like yeah. whatever that means yeah and and so that that's that's the point at which they have each other's stories and they become they start to become kind of close in their desperation after that in a sense yeah you know? what i think that means honestly what i felt it meant is that he knew he was he was damned he yeah he knew that he was going to a bad place and he yeah. wanted some quiet and some peace before he had to pay his penance for whatever he had done it, it seemed something like that didn't it, it seemed yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like, yeah 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 now, now the thing is after that you get the next stage basically of it when things get really freaky and weird yeah yeah um, and the and the and the ritual starts to take effect and things start to manifest yeah uh, it re really does get very 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 powerful then yeah and you, they, there seems to be more of a sort of like a comradeship between them developing like you know and he's becoming weaker and she's and and she's warming to him more as well and they are actually really getting sort of like uh, in a sense quite spiritually close in a way they're, they're both in this situation together and they're both kind of desperate you know um yeah um and 
So oh. they start seeing manifestations and they start hearing the voice of her son and, and obviously yes. she knows it's not her son. That's right. And there's, there's, this, there's this classic thing and it just, it shows what is meant to be a classic sort of like uh, pitfall in evocation where you get a spirit trying to persuade you that it's a loved one and, and asking you, I mean, in, 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 it's normally to step outside the circle. In this case, it's, it's asking her to open the door, open the door, please open the door, you know. And, and of course, it, it's not her son, you know, and she knows yeah. that, but she still can't help talking to him as if it was, his, if it was her son, you know. Yeah, um, and, and I got to say from an audio perspective, I think what the, the production they did on the boy's voice and, and the way it was done was just beautiful. It, it just sounded really awesome and it, it was. sounded really haunting. Yes, yes, it did, didn't it? It did. And yeah. it was so, everything was so beautifully played. She played, she played the part beautifully as well, you know. Yeah, she it was, was so good. good. She, she played the part, she played somebody who was very strong, very strong. And I think that was part of her cold, that she just had to be strong. And because she was trying to survive in a psychologically impossible situation, having lost her son the way she did, you know. Um, yeah, and, and yet, but she had, she played a very strong character, but also played her very vulnerable at the same time. Yes. And that's yes. hard to do. Yes. It's hard to do it believably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did both really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, they, 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 they kind of like go through this in, this increasingly intense experience. And they be, you see they become closer and closer. And, and then finally one morning she wakes up and he's and he's and he's dead basically and you yeah. see that and so then then you're into you're into the last bit basically because she she goes and she tries to she thinks she's obviously on her own then now she's in his world but she's on her own you see she's transitioning she doesn't, she doesn't have the knowledge that he has no, so she's no, like freaking no. out and when she goes to find the books she can't read the books because they're all blacked out you know so yeah it's like and it's like everything is so she's gone from being in a different world to being in now she shares his world but he's gone you see yeah and so it's and so and that's when you get the whole thing about like the crossing the circle but she can't escape she's brought back to the house and then she goes through the then it's on to the very last bit yeah um which is where she finds herself basically attacked by all these 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 figures you know she's by all these spirits yeah and um again that was quite i thought that was that was um that was pretty effective really you know the way they did that and 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 that leads to the last part where she finally sees her angel and of course yeah. it has the typical christian sort of ending and yeah 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 that. It's yeah like, uh, yeah, she does. And she does. The only thing I thought the angel was good. I thought the angel or demon was was really or Damon was was actually is quite. It was it was it was an impressive one because it looked it <laughs> looked weird. It looked like a, it looked like a figure of Athena or something to me. You know. Yeah, um, I know. But it was. I thought the CG was pretty awesome, actually. I no, I thought it was really good. It was effective, and it looked sort of alien and just. It, it, it looked pretty frightening in a way. It was quite awe-inspiring, really, actually. Yeah, and then uh, and then I think it was a great stylistic choice that they, uh, you know, when the angel was talking to her, you could see the angel's mouth move, but you didn't hear any voice. No, that's I thought true. That was a great choice as a as a stylistic choice as a filmmaker because, you know, the the legends about the voices of angels are are like well, they're legendary. They're they're. You know their voices are booming and that kind of thing. And, yes. and so, yeah. how are you going to recreate that in a believable way? 
Yeah. So it would be much better to have the angel like speaking, but yet nothing coming out of their mouth, but the person hears it. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I thought that was very good. That was very good. And the thing is, when 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 it came to her finally saying what she wanted, yeah, there was that little bit of a twinge in me, which was like, I wish they just phrased it a bit differently, you know, but I understood that this was the last lie she had to cross, which is that the last lie was what she was telling herself, which she was keeping from herself, that what she who she really wanted revenge against was herself because yeah. as a mother she could never forgive herself for having been late for her son and him then getting killed by those kids so you could yeah. see the last thing was that the last lie that she said was basically the one she told herself that even she didn't really understand because she couldn't face it and that's yeah. why she asked for what she did yeah that's why she asked for what she did, which wasn't vengeance. It was something else. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. But you see, I, I so it actually made sense. Uh, I kind of I, I wish that they had just phrased it a little bit differently somehow. So it was just a little bit more original than the way that she phrased it. But then she was probably brought up, brought up Christian, you know, she's probably brought up Christian. That probably would have been how she would have phrased it. In fact, you know how these things work, you know, but uh, um, I could see that that was almost like the last lie in a sense, you know, and yeah. and and so it, it it was really interesting. And then there's the scene of how she, in her own way, honors Solomon, you know, in terms of of of. of <laughs> in well, I, of, I, I, I would say that that's kind of a generous way of putting it. I thought yeah. it was kind of yeah. old. Yeah. And kind of kind of nasty i think she was still self-absorbed because she oh. basically floats him in a lake and just kind of throws See, him away like a piece of garbage that's the way i saw yeah, it yeah yeah mind you what was she gonna do she couldn't call the police could she and it's like you know but you no know. But, but it's like god man put him put him, put him in the no, trunk put him in the no, trunk no, and no. drive off you know but but what what really it worked poetically though it worked poetically because to, to have him to have him ending up in the lake somehow, you know, it worked, it worked poetically somehow. And the, the thing is that, of course, the thing is at the end of the day, he got what he wanted as well. He got invisibility. He, he, he disappeared basically. Yeah. So they both got the, they both actually got what they wanted in a sense, you know, and that again, seemed like it seemed characteristic of magic because if it's a spiritual kind of magic, you know, rather than just some really kind of like some little, little spell, it gives you deeply what you need, basically, rather than just literally what you ask for, because you you generally don't know what you really want. In truth, people generally no. don't really understand, and they don't understand the consequences. So when you're dealing with something like a daemon, what have you, which knows you more than better than you could ever know yourself. Um, there is that quality of 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 what is beyond what you understand and know which means that things don't work out the way you think they will quite if you know what i mean you know no they don't they don't and sometimes the things you think you want are exactly the opposite of what you want and that's yeah Abs absolutely absolutely it can be a mercy that uh, <laughs> someone yeah. knows better than you do <laughs> yeah I can yeah. definitely say that that's true because I can see how how things have worked out in my life where it's like, oh, if 
I would have went down that road, it probably would have been really, really bad. I'd be in a different place right now than I am, you know. And at the time, the event seemed like it was a good thing, but in the end you realize, no, I was actually protected from some bad stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. I I understand that completely. But the one thing I I do want to say in kind of in closing on this episode is that they were both – um, characters that were flawed. They were both. They had both did things that I didn't like, mm-hmm. and things that I actually liked. So I thought it was a very balanced film and very realistic film from an occult perspective. I thought, I thought it it showed the characters accurately, and I thought it showed the occult accurately as best as it could in, in a film. Yes, um, you know because because the rituals weren't actually the Abermillion, or at least it doesn't. A lot of it didn't look like it. They just made up stuff. So, no. uh, um, so, but yeah, you know. But the thing is, how are you gonna how are you gonna portray that in a film? It's difficult. Uh, absolutely. And the thing is, if you're gonna portray something with that sort of uh, uh, film craft or stagecraft, you've you've got to make stuff up. You've got to create something to act as a metaphor, if you see what I mean, a visual metaphor for it, you know? Yeah, and it has to be a lot more visual as well. So that's one of the reasons for, for like, some of the the way they did the layout of the sigils and stuff. They did it so it would yeah. be more visually appealing with colored yeah. color stuff. Yeah, it was very beautiful, actually. I thought it was very beautiful. Uh, it, was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was good, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess the thing I would say to anybody who's watching this film is, like I said, there are some important lessons you can get from it. Number one is to be honest with the spirits. Number two, make sure you're serious about what you're doing before you commit to it. I think there are very good occult lessons to come from it. Uh, And the other thing is, you don't always get what you want, (laughs) what you deserve. That's very true. I, I, that's, those are very good points, actually. Very good points. There, are, there are genuine things in this film. They really are, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I right. mean, I mean, seriously. After watching that film, I would definitely recommend it to anybody that I that I work with in the occult to to watch it and and to not only watch it just to, for entertainment value, but to watch it and think about the principles behind it. And like I said, that's what makes me believe the person that that wrote this or the person that produces this, whoever it was, whoever it was that decided to do this script this way, um, they have some some involvement in the occult because there are just too many spiritual lessons involved yeah. in it. Too, they seem way too knowledgeable about I, the occult. I, I really agree. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Anyway, I think that wraps it up. Do you have anything you want to add before we go? No, no. No, that's about it. L- love the film. And, and I, 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 really, I really did love the film. It meant a lot to me, actually. I was very glad that I saw it. Really very glad. Yeah, so, you, said you, you said you bought the DVD, right? You liked it so much. I did, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty amazing, yeah. Well, we definitely <laughs> get it. give it, um, what is it, five hoofs? Oh, give yeah. Five, five hoofs, yeah. Five hoofs, yep. <laughs> it's got the stamp of pig approval. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The pig. Yeah. Five out of five. Five out of five, yeah. I I agree. So anyway, we'll we'll be doing this every other week or so. We'll be doing an episode about every two weeks. Uh so we plan to be doing what's the next one we plan to review? Hereditary next time. That's Uh, our next it is. I think it was hereditary. Uh, So so if if this episode's been good and you like it and you want to know what we think about hereditary. 
then come back next time. It'll be about two weeks. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.